You're listening to Nobody Special, episode 46. Today we're talking about scary burgers, witches, and compromising standards. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Caleb, your host of Nobody Special. And I'm Danny, your spooky host of Nobody Special. Because it's the spooky episode, Caleb. <laughs> we are two generations of, you should see the look I just got from Caleb right now. <laughs> uh, we are two generations of people looking to find God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it particu- particularly seriously. Yeah. Particularly seriously is very hard to say. I'm just gonna. You, did, gonna you didn't it. use your actual name. I'm disappointed. That wasn't very cash money of you, Danny. Oh, Spookmaster Fresh. Yeah. Well, it was an old. It was an old. I was thinking about it. It, it it's a reference that no one would get. I was, oh, is that I was, an actual reference? I was trying to do Funk Master Fresh. I think. I thought you were trying to go for the vibe of like the the cash money. That wasn't very cash money of you. That that meme. That's what that reminds me of. Spook oh, really? Master Fresh. No, I don't think I know that meme, which is You sad. don't? Okay, well, that's yeah. like one of my favorite. We're going to take I'm, a five-minute even... meme break. We'll be back. <laughs> I don't even read or look at that many memes. Uh, do you even meme? I or don't do you meme? meme, but I have seen meme. that meme, and I really enjoy it. Yeah, I don't know that one, to be honest, so I might have to go check that out <laughs> as soon as we're done recording. Uh, but it is our spooky episode. Uh, because this will come out a few days before Halloween. I know we're Ooh. a church podcast, and we're supposed to call it Fall Festival. But, yeah, this um, is a this is a Fall Festival episode. So, Caleb, what are you dressing up for on November first, All Saints Day? I'll be going as Saint uh, Saint Peter, actually. Ah, I yeah. will be going as Saint Caleb. Is there a Saint Caleb? Yes, I am Saint. Caleb no, I mean because there... we are all saints through Christ. Is, is is there a St. Caleb? Me. Okay, no. All right. No. <laughs> I'm not going to let it down. No, but enough of your garbage. Is there a St. Is there a St. St. He's sitting right Caleb. in front of you, Danny. What are you talking about? I can't. I can't you can't type. I can't type today either. St. Caleb. St. Caleb. Caleb um, of Axiom. It's spelled with a K, though, so it doesn't count. Yeah. He's, really oh, the patron saint of being obnoxious to my joke. Nailed oh, it. That sounds about right. <laughs> Nailed it. No, um, yeah. So it's 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 the spoopy season. Spoopy. Very spoopy. Spoopy. Uh, and, and I'm just going to jump into it. I know we tend to spend a lot of time like talking about our personal lives. And, and I would say really it's the, the, the most boring section of this. Because it's like, yeah. hey, what would you do this week? And I'm like, uh, nothing. I read a book, um, you know, like that. So uh, Burger King, though, was really getting into it, and I just had to, I, I got to point this out. Number 15. <laughs> Burger King foot lettuce. So they they have, uh, it's called the Nightmare King. It's a special burger that they uh, uh, dyed the buns kind of like blackish green. Yeah. And um, they were trying to do scientific studies and tests to see if this burger induced uh, nightmares from people who ate it. Yeah, interesting. And, and they actually did test. They did uh-huh. sleep studies. They made a person eat the whole uh, burger and then tried to determine if they're having nightmares based on the amount of sleep they got, how they how they saw them so in the sleep. what people did they choose? Because they could have just chose people who have like that one thing where they are like paralyzed in their sleep or whatever sleep paralysis sleep paralysis that one thing where they're paralyzed <laughs> in their sleep no I was um, close. they it was just random Normal. people mm. and and they determined that this burger can cause nightmares that is that's a reason is mm-hmm. that a reason to get this to eat this burger yeah. so so the question i have to their marketing team why i mean i i can see why why would you make a burger? It's it's like 
it's like the trendy, like no, what what you what would you call it? Shock value, type of thing. You're like, well, I gotta get this burger because it'll give me nightmares, and that's interesting. I mean, it already gives you diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> so why would you <laughs> then get scared like... and literally poop your pants in the middle of the night? <laughs> like, if you're, their goal was to set out to create a burger that gave people nightmares. Yeah. Now, granted, I have to be careful what I say here because this could get very slanderous of Burger King. Um, a, I had a few jokes lined up that we're going to go for. A, right. uh, if they wanted to induce a nightmares they could just bring back the, 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 the king again in those commercials where he wakes up in the bed next to you oh yeah yeah friggin that there was the go. scariest why is he so scary any correlation with the king is how you get nightmares why is he so scary i don't know why how is he scary he is I mean, like, frightening he is a frightening human being not it's, a human it's being. almost scarier than the mcdonald's guy whatever you, ronald it's ronald's friendly yeah Except he's. But that's how he gets kids to eat his burgers and die. Yeah. yeah. No. Um. <laughs> he gets them. He he grooms them from a young age God. to get them to eat his burgers, and that's what happens. And then he goes to jail and lives happily ever after. Did uh, no? That guy didn't go to jail for that. That was a subway guy. Oh. Subway guy got arrested for. What um, am I thinking about? Just how creepy he looks. Yeah. He's just a clown. <laughs> I mean, the, no, I'm thinking of Barney. Did the guy who played Barney get arrested for that? No, but he he was fired for something. I can't remember. Some there's too many like different thoughts that are combining wow. into one. I know. I I'm, just set out to really make fun of Burger King and the fact that they have a bun they dyed green that now, also turns people's poop really different colors. Ooh. That. To the point, a few people have gone to the doctors and said, like, is this normal? And then they go, did you go to Burger King? And then they're like, yeah, I did. And the doctor's like, well, why? <laughs> it's well, like the, the good opposite. news is that your poop is normal. The bad news is you're horribly obese because of the Burger King. The Burger King. I wonder if it's magenta, the opposite of, you know, red, red green, blue, or RGB. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. I, I mean, I, I get it. I was just but it trying, wouldn't make sense. I was trying to make the color wheel in my head, and it didn't work. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. But it is a Halloween yeah. color. Also, they made um, a spooky frozen Fanta that turns your mouth black for um, reasons. Ow. Like, what do you put in it to be black? Massive amounts of food dye. Oh, God. It Ooh. has to taste like crap, right? No, because it, it doesn't have a different taste. It just turns your mouth black. Now, all right, so so big picture. They're trying to create this spooky food environment, which, by the way, is a roller coaster of a sentence, like a spooky food environment. That's yeah. pretty great. So what they do is they've created a burger that makes you have nightmares and then turns your mouth black so that if you do get up from the nightmare and go to the mirror and splash water in your face, then you think you're the lady from the ring and you're yep. just like, oh my gosh, I'm so terrified. And then everything is horrible. I don't understand what they're trying to do. This feels like just really bad marketing that should have been... I mean, people it's say there's no bad value. ideas in brainstorming. Well, that's not true. There's plenty of bad ideas in brainstorming all the time. That's why they don't do them because they're bad ideas. You have to get through the bad ideas to the good ideas. But they, I think they had this uh, meeting at five um, at um, four fifty nine on a Friday. It's like uh, we need a new idea to give to the kitchen, and someone said like, I don't know, food that turns your stuff bad. Mm. And they're like, it sounds good, Jensen. Let's go. Yeah, I have learned that there is a very, very good market for shock value food, and that's that's what this is, I think. And I've experienced that today with something probably a lot of people have heard of. And I already briefly mentioned this to you, but the whole sushi burrito. Yeah, it sounds delicious to me. I'm just saying. Okay, well, if you want... Like, here's what it is. I'll just explain it to you. It is sushi that is not cut up into pieces. But it's like... And it's a huge roll, too. It's, it's not just overly a normal... sized yeah. to where you can't eat, like, a layer of the burrito off 
unless you have unless you take two bites. And the way sushi, in my mind at least, works mm-hmm. is the the flavor palette works because you're able to eat it all at once and get right. all the flavors at once. Right. So like when you eat like just one big whopping bite of like spicy crab meat, you're like, this is not good. And it's just like, it's dumb. See, Why would you get that when you could have regular sushi? All right, but I'm going to end up going simply to try the sushi burrito. And oh, I'm yeah. probably going to make you come with me, and I apologize exactly. for that. It's the shock value. See, you're falling into it right now. No, 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 no. That's not shock value to me. That's like, that That sounds delicious. I mean, so, so okay. Okay. Uh, you know, in, in a wrong, similar thing, okay. <laughs> a person told me, me that it's possible to get 50 chicken nuggets out of a... Uh, Wendy's for under 10 bucks. Now, a lot of people go like, that doesn't sound right. That sounds disgusting. And I'm like, uh, that sounds like a good day. You know? Like, yeah. So, because there's something about those dirty nuggets that I really enjoy. So. Dirty nuggets. Yeah, they're, they're dirty nuggets. Heavenly. They're delicious. I'm not, trust me, I'm one of their biggest supporters. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're good, and I can only barely confirm they're chicken. You know what I mean? Like, but they're fantastic. Yeah. So. So yeah, I mean, no Burger King though. Worse, but you know, I I'm just gonna I'm just I've gonna tried their nuggets. McDonald's I can't today. get into and they're mm, nope, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not good. Yeah, um, I've tried. It's just actually can't get not into chicken. <laughs> yeah, but That's it's it's spookier. It, it's it's the spooky season. Yes, it is. Uh, Burger King spoopy. spooky season. Burger King is um, I just don't get it. I don't get their marketing plan. I don't get what they're trying to do or what they're trying to accomplish, other than. Really nasty colored poops, which they, yep. you know, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Um, so good for you. You did mm-hmm. it. Yes. But yeah, it's a spooky season. So as as people think of Halloween, what do you normally think of? I think of jack-o'-lanterns. 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 Okay. So you've seen the show notes and know where I was trying to go with this. And now we have to yep. talk about jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> um, is there any other... This is, this is me uh, other, completely ruining Danny's I know, transition. The whole segment is just going to fall apart. Now happens we're talking more, about... more than you probably think. <laughs> I think it happens about as much as they no, think it I'll, I'll help you out, Danny. What? You know what I really think of during this really spoopy season? What? Is witches. Witches? But Caleb... Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where I was going to go with this. But um, Caleb, that's not very good. That's not very Christian, <laughs> is it? <laughs> good news, everyone. And by good news, I mean, darn it. An article came out about these group of people who claim to be Christian witches. I'm sorry, what? Christian witches. Or as they say, uh, people who... Love Christ and the craft, but don't want to give up either. So, that's like the definition of an oxymoron, right? They're interested in being Christian and practicing the pagan arts. Mm. By the way, this isn't me making fun of them yet. This is just me quoting them. What on earth has this world come to? (laughs) So, alright. First thing I asked... In, after going through this article is how do you possibly get around the biblical commands to not participate in, uh, and this is a quote, this from a biblical quote, uh, do not participate in um, witchcraft, as they put it. Uh-huh. Uh, and so so I saw this seven minute kind of a video they put out on, on, on how to do that, and they did things interpretationally that I've seen other people do uh-huh. that always ends up in fallacy because it's wrong yeah that ye, i have to take all the terms and define them in a, a manner that ends up making the bible say the exact opposite thing from the thing it actually says yeah which is always fun when you're working to make sure the bible says the things it isn't saying and isn't saying the things it definitely is saying yeah but it's um colossally dangerous well, yeah. Like it's so <laughs> Isn't that dangerous. Just explanatory. <laughs> so, so, and and I'm not. Have you ever tried to debate a stupid person? This is going to be it's maybe impossible. the meanest thing I've said on this podcast. It's impossible to debate a to debate a stupid person because you don't know where to start. 
and they're fine anywhere. <laughs> like, so this is the thing I was trying to figure out because I wanted to talk about this. A just because to you know it's it's Halloween and it's the spooky episode, uh, and so we're talking about witches, and I thought that would be at least somewhat funny, but. I was trying to figure out the biblical stance on this because that's our thing is 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 find the biblical stance on yep. on on this. Um, I'm not a hundred percent attacking the people, um, but I didn't know where to start with this one because <laughs> um, there was about so much all of Leviticus. <laughs> Basically, and like all of the rest of the Bible, (laughs) yeah, the whole Bible, witchcraft has never been a thing that has been smiled upon, biblically speaking, from Pauline literature and everything else. Well, to be a Christian, you have to be a Christ follower, uh huh, right? Which means doesn't mean you're saved, but let's say if you wanted to be a witch. And be saved at the same time. No, I mean, or as as they put it, practice the pagan arts as a means or as an expression of their Christianity. So first of all, what? let's look at the word pagan. Yes, I think in this case, um, the furthest definition I need to get to is not Christian. Um, like to me, they've yeah. added so many things to the spirituality to it that is so dangerous because it implies. I mean, it it's it uh, the spiritual stuff is dangerous um, mm-hmm. because we're not used to it. I mean, you know, from a biblical uh, a standpoint, um, you know, our job isn't to fight demons, and I, I want to go ahead and just call that out. Also, people tend to think. Oh, actually, it was the International House of Prayer, not the International House of Pancakes. Um, no, because someone oh, said. Oh, really? Because no, someone said. That is? <laughs> no, someone said IHOP that there was a worship service going on at IHOP, and I was just like, "That's weird." Like, is it before pancakes? And I almost asked yeah. it, and then someone saw the confusion on my face, and God bless this person because they actually clarified. Yeah, no, they do those at the International House of Prayers all the time, and I was like, "Thank you." Also, do you want pancakes later? <laughs> um, so, so, in the mood. so they at a point they banned samurai swords, or 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 they banned swords uh, because too many people were having to bring them in to fight off the demons. Oh, now, all right, oh, here's the thing. Okay. Do I think they're actually fighting off demons? I'm going to go with no. Um, if they're, if at the International House of Prayer you're having to fight off so many demons that you have to bring uh, a, sword? a sword, maybe you should just close that house of prayer. I'm just going to say it. I'm sorry. I know that's. I'm going to get a little bit of kickback on that from some people, but if there's demons crawling around uh, the International House of Prayer, it's time to close that bad boy down. Uh, Danny, um, do you think that it is really a good idea to stop praying in the midst of a battle, even when the... Even when the odds are not on our side. Okay, so 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 the thing about casting Even out though demons they though are really on our side. Yeah. All right. The thing about casting out demons though is that the Bible just says cast them out and don't do anything else. That's God's job. Um, well, I mean, it's like, him all the way through. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, but we, we but can't our, cast out demons. <laughs> I I enjoy how you're playing a little bit of devil's advocate, but just to be clear, I don't go get to punch Satan in the face. Um, I think Christ is... I wish. That would be super satisfying. <laughs> 100%, but I think Christ is really looking forward to that personally. Like, you know, that's how I think the ending is going to go. But, I mean, uh, the spiritual stuff is dangerous to engage in in a context that Christ didn't determine us to engage in mm-hmm. and to practice these things. I mean, I've been doing that Bible study on Revelation, and um, uh, they the... Uh, the enemy, the dragon, the antichrist, and the false prophet, uh-huh. uh, the unholy trinity from chapters 12 through 13, which is fascinating, by the way. But they do, quote-unquote, uh, miracles and signs and that type of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, they you know they do stuff. They call down fire out of heaven. They do that. And out of that, people are swayed off of Christ because of that. So there is this aspect that the spiritual stuff is real and i think in a good amount of um american culture because of of i i'd say a l- 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 lack of faith 
mm-hmm. um, in 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 the ability of the spirit to do the supernatural. That that stuff isn't common in America, and if it is common, it's not talked about in other countries because there's an understanding of the spiritual. That type of stuff is way more common. I've heard in uh, some of the South American countries, um, it is way more common. Yeah. Um, so, but but on on the other end is that there are things the enemy can do through this quote unquote spiritual things that we are not equipped to handle on our own, and the safety of that is cast it out, give it to God, and give God the opportunity to rain down fire from heaven on judgment day. I mean, to be fair, if you see yourself as doing anything in one Mm -hmm. of those situations and you're just wrong. Right. Because we are, no, like we we can't do stuff whatsoever. I mean, like it is not in us, but it's only him working through us. And that goes with everything in life, not only just spiritual battles. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm casting him out. I'm not fighting him. Yeah. I'm just saying go away in Jesus' name because you're literally not worth my time to engage. Yeah, and they're not. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not even that in this situation. It's that they're actually, like, practicing, which I've seen, like, tons of stuff about. Oh, the Christian tr- witches? No, I'm or, talking about just pagan religion yeah. and, or, like, Satanism or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. And Satanism, how does that have traction? In every religion, Satan isn't the good guy. <laughs> like, well, like, I... Man, there's some crazy, crazy oh, stuff. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. But, I mean, like, it's it's really... It is an oxymoron. Because, like, you think about it... I mean, could you... If you were really... there, There's no self... If you're doing that... Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not saying that Christ isn't for all people. Um, don't get me wrong. But I'm saying Christ is for all people. But you, when you gain salvation, you're declaring him mm-hmm. Lord of your life. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's mm-hmm. Lord of your life. And if you are practicing pagan mm-hmm. stuff, that means he's not Lord of your life. Oh, yeah. Which means it, you are not saved. You could be following his morals, which means you could be a Christian, I guess would mm-hmm. be the definition. You are a Christ follower, but you are not a Christ... Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the right word? A You're, disciple. Yeah, a disciple. Yeah. I I think um, you know people get this idea that because of grace that salvation is free. Well, no. Uh, I always I mean, mispronounce his name... And I'm gonna hey I and I know who's gonna email in and I just I want to say hi to Alex and Jordan beforehand. Uh, Dijkstra Bonhoeffer Bonhoeffer Bonhoeffer. Good luck typing that one in. Bonhoeffer. No, it's F's. It's Hoffer. Well, I know it's F's. Anyway, that man calls it cheap <laughs> grace because it costs us everything. Yes. If if I if I bring everything I am to God and I put it down, it costs everything. Anything else is cheap grace. It's offered to all people, um, but it costs everything. And I don't think I get to say, "Well, I'm interested in Christ and the craft." I mean, honestly, I have to put that down. From our perspective, it's like salvation. I mean, like it is. It is free to us. I, I'm, I'm comfortable saying that. But I think that's just because the price from our perspective compared to God's is just like really oh, yeah. dumb. You know, like, yeah. we're like, oh, it's my whole life. Mm-hmm. But you're like, well, you're freaking gaining eternal life. This exactly. is nothing. This is nothing. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, and then it's... God is like, what are you doing? I mean, like, this is the the way you want to live your life is worthless and way mm-hmm. worse than anything that I have for you. Absolutely. And it's like, it is really, it is free. If you look at it from that perspective, like what we're being given mm-hmm. and what little we have to do, which right. honestly it seems like a big deal, but when it gives you, I mean, like we're on the good end of this bargain right. because it is, when you finally like bring Christ into your life, there's like joy peace like mm-hmm. it's 10 times better than any you mm-hmm. are giving up your life to him yes but it's way better than anything else absolutely so it's like we're getting like the best 
deal here. So I, mm-hmm. it really depends but, on perspective. Like, all right, but is, every, every, like all of us had to give something up to follow Christ. I mean, even the disciples, they had to put down their nets and follow him you, you, to, to uh, take everything they had and to go following Christ is better. And it cost them something and it cost them a ton. I mean, even the, the disciples, they all had to get to that point of being okay, dying for this thing. And, but mm-hmm. they, w- I mean, that became a thing that they're okay doing because they understood it's like, I have a thing you can't take from me. That is the most important thing out there. Therefore, yeah, cut me up, see what happens. And yeah. and I appreciate that. Now, if for the Christian witches, they want to hold on to the craft, as, as they put it by their own statement, because, again, I haven't made the jokes I want to make about them yet. Um, <laughs> they're coming. Uh, so so they're, they're, they're holding on to a thing that Scripture is... I would say abundantly clear on yep, very clear. because they feel that's who they are. It's their identity. And, and the thing is our identity, I don't get to define it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's true for everybody. If they follow Christ or they don't, our yeah. identity, because all of us are intended to be in community and other stuff, our identity, it has to be defined by something else. Yeah. That's like, um, it's the song. It's like, I am who you say I am. We're not the ones. We're not. You what know, song is that? I'm sorry. I'm only thinking is, of an Eminem rap. That's the name of the song. I am. No, wait, no. I who, am who you say whoever I am. you say I am. If you don't like it, then why would you say I am? It's Eminem. That, no, but I don't think that's Hill what you're song. thinking about. Hillsong. Hillsong. We found the link between Eminem and, and Hillsong. Hillsong. <laughs> uh, if you're good with audio, I need that remix. Get it done. <laughs> but it's like. That's basically, I mean, like, we are not the authors of, you know, everything around mm-hmm. us. The person yeah. who creates the definitions is God, and yeah. the person who defines us, like, we are who he said. It's not, that's like the character from a story being like, uh, no, that's not one of my character traits. Actually, right. it's this. <laughs> Excuse and then you're just me. like, yeah. uh, no. Yeah. I'm the author here, bud. <laughs> and I wrote in pen, not pencil, you, you mouthy character, you. <laughs> But, so yeah, so it's I it, that that was the point that they were trying to make was like you know it's who I I am who I say I am and, and who I am as a witch yeah exactly and you're like wait what and it's like really still it's love just, Jesus though like do you and you really do you yeah, know? It's, it's so contradictory it's, it's just hilarious yeah. So, I mean, and should it be hilarious? That's what I'm like asking myself. Yeah. So, so I found out about this because they they opened a school. Yes. They open. It's it's called. Ha! Uh, um, <laughs> don't don't get to my joke before I get there. <laughs> okay, fine. Fine. Uh, it's called the uh, mystery school. Ooh, and mysterious. So here's the thing: if it wasn't spiritually dangerous to engage in this type of thing and have it fill my brain i need you to know i would have straight up signed up for this course because i need to know what they're like i need to know because the person in charge looks exactly how you think they they would they have a hat and it's pointed and they have a pointy hat they have a pointy hat which is freaking ridiculous they have purple feathers they have a magic wand and i just want to know like what it do? Like, what does it do? Uh, so I'm, and then I got this picture, and I was thinking about this for like four days. I was actually thinking, like, should we talk about this on on the podcast? And yeah. you know, the thing I'm trying to not do is encourage people to go Google them, but I am trying to encourage people to a think biblically about all of our choices and that kind of thing, and also picture of Hogwarts Head Chapel, like just for a moment. Mm-hmm. Just think about that because that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. This. This is where I've been in my head for. <laughs> I'm just like, oh Harry, <laughs> God, it's just oh so... Harry, I didn't see you at chapel today. <laughs> smacks hand with a ruler, <laughs> right? Like, what can I mean, you possibly? Hand with wand. <laughs> what can you possibly be doing in mystery school for witches? Yeah, it's just 
It, it is legitimately contradictory. And I know there's an author out there somewhere trying to do not a parody of Harry Potter, but they're trying to do kind of a wizarding school story, but where he's a Christian, he's like, "Hey, Harry, but you're a Christian," or you know, like. And he's in constant conflict yeah. within himself on which side to partake in. Because I'd be in in every class. I'd go to every class. Especially if yeah. I'm paying for it. I go to every class, and at the end of it, I would just raise my hand up in the air and go, uh, that was complete garbage, right? That was garbage? Hey, uh, we, I need you to get out of this class. I'll go ahead and give your money back. Yeah, but that was garbage, right? That was garbage? Uh, please, you're disrupting the class as we're trying to learn here. But you're trying to learn about a bunch of garbage, right? <laughs> like, I would, <laughs> I would be that guy. It would be amazing. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, Christian it witches, is- man. What an interesting world we live in. Yeah. It's just... But it's I just, think it's... it's what? <laughs> it's partially this idea of of being able to culturally be a thing and just try and, and fit Christ into it. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a... We're trying to fit Christ inside a box when mm-hmm. he's... Well, okay, here. Perfect example. Um, the pastor of 1122... Joby Martin, his little quote that he says all the time. Sorry, is, I think you dropped something over there. Do you want me to pick up that name for you? <laughs> I feel like I drop it every time. Got him. Roasted. That what he says is, you know, Christ shouldn't be the on like your list of okay. We'll say like you list the your priorities in your life, mm-hmm. of, like you know, God, family, you know that sort of thing. But he's saying like Christ shouldn't be the the list on the list he should be the paper on mm-hmm. which you write the list mm-hmm. like he should be yeah. everything that makes it possible for you to even like write that list absolutely like so you you shouldn't be trying to confine him inside mm-hmm. of this this box of what right. you want your life to right. be you need to let him be your life right and uh, it's just and, you know and i mean to be clear i'm not saying i'm perfect and have it all figured out same but the thing I don't do is I don't create a group of people for, um, you know, like Christians who won't give up swearing, you know, like that kind of thing. It's like I, I, in, I praise Jesus and I use the F word to do it. Like I'm not going to create that group. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't in good conscience say that if I'm doing that, that I'm following Christ in the process. I, yeah. I just can't. So, yeah. so they're trying to justify a thing that doesn't fit into a Christian frame. Yep. Um, I mean, it's kind of the same thing of, of I'm I'm not going to start an organization. I can't literally, I can't think of anything without being needlessly obscene. So we're just going to skip this. But your call is... <laughs> I don't want to know where you're about to go. It was like eight of a man, and I filtered them all, which you're I'm, welcome, podcast. <laughs> Clean tag maintained. Um, once so again. I think it's, it's, it, it's this idea that I, I follow Christ first. Yeah. Above all, and then out of that is is the outpouring of actions, uh-huh. which brings us to our letter from a listener. Caleb, sing our theme song. Ready, go. Letters from listeners. Bam, bam, bam. Letters from listeners. Letters from listeners. We're making up this song. Oh yeah. Goes on too long. Too long. This is really obnoxious, uh, right? I think people have tuned. Yep, yep. Our uh, people have stopped downloading it. All right. Wow. Podcast over. Wow. No. Uh, Caleb, we have a new question from. No. Well, we, it is a new question. I meant to say we have a question from a new person, which they might. I don't know. I haven't gotten a question from them before. Yes. It was a there, good question. There you go. Actually, so, both of us got really excited as yeah, this question came literally. in and said, like, this is a fantastic question. Caleb, hit us with the question. Hit us with the question. All right, this is from... I'm not going to say the email. Yeah, don't dox her. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is from Alexis. And hi, Alexis, first of all. Hey, what's Very up? Very nice to meet you. I'm Caleb. And oh, he's Danny. Are we, I'm, I don't know how old she is. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> hey, um, I'm Danny. Hey, I like I, movies. I'm excellent. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, God. I don't you, know You where had we to make it weird. That. You had to make it weird, Danny. Listen, it's episode 46. She knew what she was getting into. That's true. All right. The, <laughs> this the type worst, of question. That's the worst thing I could have said. Okay. <laughs> the, the type of question is advice. Now, 
Uh, it's kind of funny that we even have this as a type of question because I'm just glad are we really someone, giving advice? <laughs> someone finally clicked it. I know, right? So let's not screw this up. All right. Okay. We're, we're going to answer this as biblically as possible because we are two dumb idiots who can't answer stuff well. For the record, we've talked about uh, burgers that make you have nightmares and poop yourself and then... W- Witches, and that was the first half of the show. All right, here we go. Let's, let's clean actually, it up. Let's the actually second half. Here we go. Read Sorry, the message. Sorry, Alexis. <laughs> um, all right. As a Christian, are you ever tempted to lower your standards or compromise your values in order to reach people that don't have a relationship with God by being able to better relate to them? If so, how do you handle it? So, Alexis, in an effort to answer this question seriously and honestly. Um, when your standards are already at zero, like mine are, lowering them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really wanted oh to be gosh. serious. And yeah, that and then you up. just ruined it. No. You just had to ruin it, Danny. <laughs> no, I, all right. That's a fantastic question, by the way. Yeah, and I really. think it's a question that isn't asked often enough because you know there's this idea that I, I appreciate the honesty of this question that if I can get down to their end to be able to understand them, mm-hmm. should I do it? Yeah. So I, I wasn't saying. Yeah, that. I'm like, I, wow. No, no, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> let's let's clear. I was, I was agreeing with your question. So I think, I think this to me, you know, this comes down to, um, the great commandment. Great commandment. I thought I really thought you were about to go great commission. No, I'm going great commandment. All right. Because the first is what. Love, love the God. Lord your God with your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Yes. And the second is similar to it. Uh-huh. L- love your neighbor as you, you, you yourself. And it's it's this idea of priorities. And it, is God the thing that undergirds everything? Or is God just someplace on there? So if God, you know, at, at first, because I've heard pastors do this and it drives me nuts, that they, um, they've told people that, the greatest commandment is to l- 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 love other people. And that is 100% wrong. It is flat wrong. And yeah. I know, now, I'm not saying to not do it, but it is, it, it has to be in that order. Yeah. That I'm following God first. Mm-hmm. In the process of that, that gets expressed through the care I give to other people. But I have to do it in that order. Yeah. And I think that becomes important. Um, sure. So, that's, yeah, that's like. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get real with you guys. Oh, I gotta adjust the audio if you're gonna do that. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, you know, back in the dark days of Caleb Club. Just kidding. All right, let's move. There on. were dark days of Caleb Club. What were the dark days? Uh, eating too much candy corn and falling asleep on the couch and waking up with a tummy ache. So, like, two weeks ago? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways. No, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Three weeks ago. Yeah. Was, uh, um, so, basically... I'm still finding candy in my house, by the way, from when you stayed here seriously? and had your candy binge. Yeah, I found a piece the other day. Wow. I ate it. I'm not proud of myself. It wasn't in a wrapper. Sorry. Go ahead. You were trying right, to answer on, her question. And, um, Alexis, I'm sorry. We yeah. are truly trying to answer this question. Yeah. We're trying, but we we both have this little thing called. It just answer. We'll just answer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Uh, basically, this is uh, this is something I think everyone goes through. I'm gonna speak to it in more practical sense. Like, yes, I would say that I have been tempted to, you know, like try and lower lower your standards. Um, or compromise my values because like that I would say the number one thing that it comes into is probably like using language. Like when I'm around people who like know I'm a Christian and but they aren't Christians, it seems very like it's easy for me to like slip into this, oh, I need to seem cool mm-hmm. so they think that Christianity is cool. Right. And it's like it's completely, you know, in this situation, it's just completely dumb. You know, I always step back and I'm like, what are you doing, you idiot? You know, it's like, you know, trying to do that, although it does make you seem more relatable, and I think it does, it does work to a sense, but here's the thing, 
I'm not agreeing with it in any way, shape, or form because there's a Bible verse uh, somewhere in the Bible. Uh, you know, look it up. You'll find it somewhere on Bible Gateway. But it's talking about you know. So when Paul is talking to talking to some peeps like he always is, and he says, um, and he's talking about how we we need to use um, we don't need to use fancy rhetoric. Is it right there? Is it is the it, Bible Bros that, section? Wait. Oh, no, for, no, for the other the, one. So I came and I had, uh, I did not come and have eloquent words. Yeah, exactly. Words. Okay. So that's what I'm, I'm You saying just keep is, talking, I'll find yeah, yeah. it. Um, there, there's the, the verse, you know, and he's talking about how we should not use fancy words or basically rhetoric in order to sway people towards the gospel because it's completely, you know, it's undermining God's power. The thing that brings people to the gospel or to god is god himself and us trying to you know sweep that low in our standards um by trying to act relatable to people which i think it's fine to act relatable to people because we just naturally do relate but in different ways you know like with my one of my bosses like we both love nintendo we can connect that way and, mm-hmm. and it's not compromising my values right um like there's different ways to go about it but it shouldn't be your first tactic, is what this verse is saying. We should mm-hmm. we should always let the power of God be the mm-hmm. thing that draws people unto Him, and not our fancy our fancy words or acting mm-hmm. relatable to them. Yes, yeah, that's, that's important. I think there's a trade off. Um, I mean, there's two different things that this question is asking. Uh, it, you know, compromise standard. All right, standards. Uh, see, I was kind of thinking. If I'm called to go and um, uh, uh, preach the gospel to the anime crowd, you know, uh-huh. something like that, then yeah. I need to have some kind of precursory understanding of anime. Okay. Yeah. So now, and 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 if I'm doing that, and I'm not compromising moral integrity as as I do that, then I need to do it. Yeah. You know, the idea of us is very fluid and very flexible, but but because the question said, do I compromise standards or values in order to reach people? So so the thing about that is, there's the trade off there mm-hmm. that you know they I I'm I'm going and and it's a gamble. It isn't a guarantee. I'm 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 going to guarantee give up a standard I have. That is is pursuit of God. I'm going to 100% give up pursuit of God on a gamble yeah. that I can bring a person to Christ, and I can't. You know that is only an act of the Holy Spirit. At best, I'm a catalyst to that process, mm-hmm. and, but it, it's God through us. And the idea yeah. of even being um, righteous and holy is that I am different and set apart. Yep. Uh, and I did a, a blog post on that because I was uh, um, uh, tying together the series on self-control. It's 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 this idea of being holy is to be different mm-hmm. and, and set apart to a greater thing. Yep. And it is a better understanding, or it's it's a, a better proclamation of the gospel if people stare at us and go, "There's something different about them that they don't compromise standards that I do." And and they mm-hmm. question things they had. Um, I I'm not, I'm not sure if I talked about this in the podcast before, but in middle school there was this girl that got a moniker of the God Girl, and this was not a positive moniker for her. Mm-hmm. But she took that with such stride that it it was a badge that was like, no, I'm the God Girl, and I know they mean it hatefully. And, and, and people that called her that, they didn't call us like, no, that's the God girl. Praise the Lord. It was like, no, that's a God girl. She's oh, she weird. Um, yeah. But to her, you know, that messed me up, to be honest. Because in, in a middle school, I was still figuring out, you know, how to be a Christian, I guess. I yeah. was a Christian, but at the same time, I wasn't like publicly a Christian. I, I, I told a person I go to church, and they said a thing that really stings if you ever get it. I was like, no, I go to church too. And they're like, oh, I wouldn't think you'd be the kind of person who goes to church. Yeah. I'm like, I actually work there. <laughs> uh, okay, this is this is fun. I feel really good about myself right now. Yeah. Um, you know, that sticks with you and messes you up. But mm-hmm. 
to her. So 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 to see her, you know, like not go to parties, to n- never brag school? about. Well, to I mean, you know, they got oh throughout school. Yeah, okay, like even sorry. high school, she didn't <laughs> yeah. go to like parties or get drunk or any of that. And I, I never heard her swear. Uh-huh. And, and that isn't for people's um, you know, not trying. They tried. I never heard her swear any of that. And I was just thinking, it's like okay. She's claiming the same faith I claim. Why is it so different? Yeah. And 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 I I struggled through that question because they picked on her for being a Christian and I, and I was thinking I'm a Christian, I don't get any flack at all. Mm-hmm. And and I think it it was because at the time I was indistinguishable from everything else. Yeah. So I don't think it's possible to bring a person to Christ by becoming the same as everybody else. Just to be honest, I, yeah. I don't think it's possible. Because if I'm asking them to change, but I'm 100% the thing they are, what are they changing to and why should they? Yeah. And that, uh, nowadays people like to bring up like the whole, uh, they can tell that there's a sense of hope inside of you. I'm like, yeah, you know, sure. But, yeah. I mean, like, why, if that was our hope, then why is our whole life, if it's like that much of something that is a catalyst mm-hmm. and that wrecks your life, and it should wreck your life mm-hmm. in a good way, um, and it may feel bad at you know, times, but it's ultimately for your bettering. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's basically like why would you, why would you try and act the same as them mm-hmm. it, and like you, you know call it this the, oh they can tell that there's hope inside you or there's right. happiness like it's right it's just you need and honestly i think it's harder for us to like relate to them too like why but it is tempting i mean like mm-hmm. it is oh, true absolutely. Like, absolutely like you said yeah and that's and, like and i'm not trying to dog her on this question either because we've all been there of i mean all right so the two things i can think of to do this are that a it's a person I really, truly care about that I'd do anything to see them come to Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's hard because you do care about them. At the same time, though, there is an unhealthy you know, order to that, that you, if you put Christ first, mm-hmm. you know, I see this a ton in, in people dating, that they claim Christ is first, but let's be honest, they'll, they're talking about the person they're dating way I mean, they'll do anything for that, including sell out their standards for that. And that's yeah. dangerous. Um, or or the other aspect of it that I've seen, and it could be another. I'm not implying either of these about this wonderful person who has sent us an email. Um, the, uh, the other thing is I've tried to, um, in a few cases, say, well, I have to understand it. And, and it's really just been an excuse to do said thing I wanted to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm just trying to reach them. Like, well, are you? I, I think I, I think I just wanted to do some of those things. Yeah. Because I felt jealous. Like, no, I should be there. Like, mm, should you? Like, should you, though? Yeah. I'll get them in the know. process. Will you? Did you try? Did you put in effort? So I think in these cases, because um, it's an advice question, I want to be sure to do that, is... Um, Get plugged into a um, strong uh, mentor, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, that is okay to just be honest about these struggles, these temptations, these type of things that can talk through it. Yeah. Um, you know, be accountable to a person and then get a peer group that is strong enough to hold each other up because uh, I found it to be a lot harder to handle this type of stuff on my own. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have any checks and balances to that, and people are intended to be in community to each other. Yeah. And if all of us are following Christ together, then I don't have a lot of opportunity to stray off that. Yeah. And those those people, you know, who you're trying to reach. I mean, because honestly, and that's great that like we have a heart for those people. Too. Absolutely. I mean, like, the the fact that you want to reach them is mm-hmm. a great first step. But like you said, I mean. First off, like just start with rooting yourself in community, and then that'll make it way easier to, mm-hmm. you know, reach them on in a biblical sense, and not you know, uh, you know, compromise stuff and mm-hmm. cut corners to, mm-hmm. to what is supposed to be God's work, not ours. And I think oftentimes, like any time, 
someone tries to tries to do that, it, it is we we want part of it to be like our credit, you know, like oh I oh, yeah. I was the one who went down on you know into the into the dirt to you know reach these people. Oh yeah, trying to out Christ Christ. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like just stop, Christ man. became <laughs> sin, so I don't have to. Yeah, and so. then. Like another I'll do thing, it. no. Like, <laughs> don't. Also, like, don't. You know, obvious. This is an obvious one. We have a whole episode on this. I don't know if you listened to it, but like, don't cut the people out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, just guilt. There are some times where you should remove yourselves from hanging out yeah. with certain people, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And sometimes but, it like, is pick up. Do not completely in, cut them out. Mm-hmm. You know, like, still hang out with them or whatever. Yeah. I mean, even Paul had that point of saying is like sometimes it's just pick yourself up. Wipe the dust off and move on, which is hard. Yeah. It, but sometimes that's what you have to do. I've had plenty of cases. I've had to just be okay standing back and saying, like, okay, I've done everything I can do. Until they come back, mm-hmm. I have to just pray for them and hope. Yeah. And that situation and that circumstance is painful. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain amount of trust that comes into that. Is that I could debase myself to get down to their end, to cling to a thing that isn't healthy. Yeah. Or I can, in faith, hand them over to Christ and say, like, hey, I can't do this, and I know that you can, so Mm -hmm. I need this to happen, but through... Your hand, yeah, and it's it's humbling to do that. Mm-hmm. But I For think sure. you, oh, the other aspect of that though that um, is gonna is gonna bring us to Bible Bros is that there is this concept, there is this idea that the you know, the there are certain aspects of us that are fluid. Yeah. Um, so Caleb, we have Bible Bros. Bible Bros. The last segment of the night, our Bible Bros comes from 1 Corinthians 9, 19 through 23. Caleb, you want to read that for us? Yes, I will jump right in. From the ESV. ESV, the best version. Sorry, what? We're going to start a movement similar to the KJV movement. We're KJV only, but we're going to do ESV only. ESV only. We're going to be really self-righteous and indignant about it. Mm-hmm. Which, to or be honest, <laughs> to be honest... A lot of ESV people already are. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that little bit of shade out. Like, oh, you're in for the NFV. Do you hate God? Like, no, I just, it's fine. It's fine. I do love the whole, like, battle between different Bible versions. It's, it's not honestly really a battle. pretty. It's funny. I know. Well, is it really not, you know? I don't know. I don't know. No. <laughs> I, I've seen some. I've seen some conversation. All right, let's let's read this. Oh yeah, yeah. I need to look at it. <laughs> By the way, I, I'm just gonna tell them this. Danny always re- goes back to the recording when I need to read something off of the show notes. So then I'll be like, just waiting. Because mankind is inherently selfish, <laughs> and I and since I know I'm not saying anything, I check the audio recording. Yeah, you know. This is why we need to print off paper, but Danny doesn't want to use his printer, so... No, Danny doesn't want to buy ink. <laughs> Danny's cheap. All right. Which brings us to our Patreon. <laughs> Gosh. All right, I'm going to read this. For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win more of them. To the Jews I became a, as a Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law, I became as one under the law, though not being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. Wow, it's confusing. <laughs> to those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, not being outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak, I became the weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I may share with them in its blessings. Okay, so as, as far as our identity goes, Paul is actually doing some really beautiful things here, because he's also addressing her question mm-hmm. on, do, you know, do I sacrifice standards in... 
of those types of things because he's saying no. Um, and, and that's clear in that, that although he's becoming as if he is under the law, he's saying, you know, but I'm not, I'm under Christ. Yeah. And, and, and he isn't a criminal, you know, it's like, I'm not outside of it. I'm under God and I'm under Christ. Mm-hmm. So, so there's still the aspect that God and Christ comes first, you know, above all, that's the first thing that he is. Everything yeah. else is up for debate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and if, if God, cause a Paul is an amazing character who trained under some truly great people yeah. to be the Jewish scholar of all times. <clears throat> he was amazing. He was fantastic. Yeah. But, and where did God call him? Go preach to the Gentiles. And he's like, but I am a very pedigreed Jew. And it's like, I don't care. Um, go speak to the Gentiles. And so he did. He preached to the Gentiles. And he had to understand them. And he had to understand their culture and that type of thing. But above all, he followed Christ. Everything else is is up to, to be changed. If yeah. God is calling me to uh, preach to the skaters... You know, people who skate, then I'm probably going to have to w- work hard to skate, and that's going because that's not a sin. It's I wouldn't say it's yeah. a standard. I, I I I would I would ask God for divine protection or some better health insurance <laughs> for when spiritual knee pads. I definitely <laughs> will break a bone. Yeah, but if God's calling me to a thing i'm not just going to stand there and scream at them as they skate i'm going to get them to teach me how to skate to do these kinds of things you know like skateboard i'm terrible on a skateboard by the way mm-hmm. but if god says go preach to the skateboarders i'm going to get them to teach me how to skateboard in order to connect to them in order to preach the gospel to them yeah i'm, I'm going to join them in the place that they're at in order to give them you know the oh, oh the gospel Mm-hmm. Am I pro skateboarding? No, but I'm going to be. Um, I I got into airsoft. Uh-huh. Uh I, I hope we haven't talked about this, but I got into airsoft. All right, I got into airsoft because there were some students in the student group oh, that said they're into airsoft, and I felt very strongly. I was like, I need to connect to them. So yeah, I got into airsoft. Um, first time, I hate I hated. <laughs> I hate it. It hurts. Yeah. Stuff hurts, man. Like you're getting shot. It hurts. And so so but out of that I was able to like go to some things, connect to them, talk to mm-hmm. them, get into it, understand it, you know, bond through that. And and in the process, you know, God put that passion and joy in there that I was like, I need to go play. And I even had a day yeah. I, I um uh, I was I was I was gonna go play, so I called. I was like, "Hey, is anyone going to airsoft today?" They were all busy, and I was like, "Well, I'm going anyway." Like, <laughs> yeah. And I just played on my own, and I was like, I hated this thing at first, but because I was, you know, the idea of me as fluid, you know, God put this joy inside to be able to do stuff through that. Yeah, it's a, it's a very like. It's hard to see the difference between mm-hmm. like what we were talking about earlier and what he's doing here. Mm-hmm. But it is like, I guess you could say it's a thin line, but it's going to them, connecting to them in relationship and right. going where they are to be able to better strengthen that relationship. Not right. going where they are and acting like they are mm-hmm. to try and relate to them. It's the mm-hmm. difference between relation and like a relationship. Like mm-hmm. here, That's what is cool here because he's like, I'm going to them, and I, but I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. one of them, and that's like, yeah. well, I mean, I mean, if if God's, <laughs> it's confusing, but if God's calling people to preach to drug addicts, that doesn't imply become a drug addict in order to understand them. But yeah, go to yeah. go to the streets. Yeah, but that, like, you're gonna have to be in some dark alleys. Yeah, and and I think that's kind of the fundamental difference, both actually and metaphorically, is that. You're gonna be in some places that appear dark and different than mm-hmm. everything else, but at the same time, that's the idea of being light in the darkness. Yeah, you know, I I become as if I am them when in truth, I am something different because of the Christ that is inside of me, because yeah. of the Spirit in me and through me. Although I I appear to be that, and I think. That's the thing Paul is also saying is that although I appear to be that, there is something greater going on that I'm bringing 
joy and gospel to this place of darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's the same thing as like a missionary that goes to Africa and preaches to you know the villages there, mm-hmm. and a missionary who you know becomes a skater to preach mm-hmm. to the skaters. Mm-hmm. There's no difference in that. It's mm-hmm. it's all about going where they are and building those relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, long term so that you are able to disciple them and bring mm-hmm. them to the gospel. Yeah. And it's I mean even Christ he he understood tax collectors but didn't swindle people. Yes. <laughs> Which sounds ridiculous to say. It's like, I, I, why are we even clarifying that? But that's kind of the thing he's saying is he was in their homes. He understood them. Yeah. But he didn't become their sin until he bore it on the cross. Bad example. <laughs> <laughs> but fantastic example. <laughs> until right at the end. <laughs> we were doing good. You chose the one person. Uh, yeah, no, I chose the one person <laughs> who bore the sins of mankind uh, that can't prove the point. Good for me. Ah, uh, but that's a uh, that's good stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. So I mean, I can go to the Christian witch school, but I can't be a part of it. No, I don't even think. I think going into the instructional time is a sellout of my standards. But is no. purchasing the DVDs? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think so. Uh. I think that you should do this and secretly. Record the whole thing, dude. You so know I it's. See it. You know it's not going to be secret. You know I'm going to like blast that out and just <laughs> you have a GoPro like strapped to your chest. I'm going to Steven Crowder this bad boy and Gosh. go. And, you know the whole thing. Um, no, I, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I never brought up. Guess the place where the school uh, first was. Um, Come on, one place in America. One place, Louisiana. One place known for witches. Uh, what is the freaking name? Mm-hmm. Uh, That's the one. Uh, Salem. Oh, I wasn't even going to say Salem, that. Salem, Massachusetts. They had it in the most haunted hotel in Salem, Massachusetts. Oh, my goodness. Y'all lost the plot. That's all I'm saying. I was so. I was going to guess, uh, what is it, Baton Rouge, Louisiana? Or, what, no, what is the place oh, that everyone goes? Oh, yeah, because you're thinking the Creole voodoo, which is a little different. I mean, that's what she looks like, honestly, to me. Well, that's just judgmental. That's just... <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to say it's racist, yeah. What? Danny? Danny, no, I am not racist. You are pale as anything I've ever seen. Is that racist? Why would that be? Anyway. I mean, I am. I don't I, I don't tan well. All right. I'm just um, trying to be equal here. So everyone I have... I myself have, in the ditch and I'm trying to have, get out. Have a safe fall festival. Yes. Uh, for churches doing trunk or treat. That's weird. Oh, we have that unaired segment from Trunk or Treat. Trunk or Treat. We, it was the only time I ever cut out a segment from something one of us said, and I won't say anymore. Oh. But um, <laughs> that one. It was me that said it. It's I have it buried somewhere for when we oh, when we look back on the show. Um, <laughs> I must have been really tired or something. But It was yeah. hilarious. But we should stop referencing it because we literally cannot say yeah, it. Yeah, we can't say it. Uh, trunk or Treat, be safe with that. Um... So, you know, be careful in the spiritual because that stuff will mess you up quick. And don't compromise standards. Be different. It's okay to be different. Alexis, it's okay to be different. I know that it stinks being different, but it, it's it's okay. And all of us feel that pain. But, no, we do. No, don't, don't no, laugh no, at that. I'm what just... I'm laughing at is I was, the moment you said Alexis, I, I it immediately sounded to me like you were talking to like an echo dot or whatever oh my gosh (laughs) i'm only mad because i thought of that like 30 minutes ago (laughs) when you said that i was like i looked around the room just waiting for this is an apple house thank you very much no but it's it's okay to be different and and hopefully we answer your question if not um you can email us again so like no actually answer my questions stu- uh, stupids and we'll be like yeah we should probably do that uh, but if anyone else has questions Caleb where can they send them to thegospeloutpost.com slash nobody special go to the bottom of the page and there will be a little section there um, where you can ask questions mm-hmm. now to clarify because it 
does occasionally get confusing. There's a special form to contact nobody special. At the bottom of every page is the contact gospel outpost. Uh-huh. Here's the deal. It's going to get there. Fill one out and just say it's for nobody special, um, and it'll get there. And sorry, yeah. it, that sometimes gets confusing. So we're working on site design. Yes. And by we, I mean me. Also, I'm going to tell you all this. I think I already told you all this. Mm-hmm. But... Just just so we can hold ourselves to a certain time. We're going to be starting the video side of this podcast, too. Not, we're not getting rid of audio, but there will be a video side of this coming no, soon. It'll just be video, no coming audio. Coming soon. Uh, at, at 200 downloads, we're doing a face reveal. Wow. Are we going to do an unboxing? No. Fortnite tutorials? No. It's YouTube, though. No. Are we going to... No. Fortnite tutorials. <laughs> Gosh. Unboxings. No. (laughs) But anyways, there will be a video side of this podcast. Are we going to make... Danny, I will slap you. I will slap you. (laughs) I am extremely close to you right now, within arm's reach. (laughs) Um, But basically, yeah, look out for that in maybe two weeks. No, Mm -hmm. not two weeks. In about a month or so. And I know I was telling a joke about the Fortnite thing. We are actually working on some other projects just to also fill out that channel, like some gaming things, that kind of stuff. So, And then some just other projects that will all be on that channel until they get big enough to hold their own channel, and then we'll mm-hmm. split them. So um, you know, Gospel Outpost advertises by word of mouth. And if this has been a blessing to anybody that uh, you know tunes in or goes through the blog, you know, please tell other people that's... I mean, that's the current thing until I pay thousands of dollars for social media marketing, a.k.a. Ooh. not going to happen. Um, you know, that's how it gets out there. But if this is a blessing, if this is an encouragement, please share to other people to uh, yeah. other people to get on that. Um, I know it's Caleb and I's goal and heart to just take this thing to new depths. I yeah. I was trying to find something that didn't sound cliche, and I failed miserably. And And not even, like, I hope you guys know, we do none of this for ourselves. We literally, like, there's, we don't gain anything from this. <laughs> I mean, like, literally, the only reason we're doing this is to, you know, provide a, a means of, you know, gospel-centered entertainment mm-hmm. to encourage you guys and help you, you know, live live your lives and have better. fun in the process. Yeah, and have fun in the process. Because how many, t- we've all heard stuffy sermons from, like, well, now we're going to read the Bible now. And it's like, yeah. we don't want to do that. So we're having fun in the process. But yeah. to everybody out there, we appreciate everybody here and everyone who likes our Facebook page. Nobody Special has a Facebook page now. And, yes, it does. Uh, and an also Instagram. an Instagram. Yeah. I think a Twitter. I'm not really sure if I made one. No. Did I? That's no, a waste I didn't make time one. Twitter's not a waste of time. Anyway. I think so. Um, <laughs> so we appreciate everybody, but I think that's going to do it for us today. Yes. So I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are Nobody, Nobody Special. There's no way I was redlining. Yeah, you just redlined right there. No, I touched it. There's no way I was redlining. Look, I'm just tap. All right, fine. Like I'm tapping it a little bit. It's totally fine. Can we listen back to this real quick? Oh my sweet baby! Look, you now I did because now I'm pissed off. No, because that's yeah. I'm turning it. I'm turning it down. Look, I'm turning it down right now. You're actually loud. Yeah, but you're clipping too. You see that? No, that's still me.